0: Welcome to Story Over Everything with Edward Atwell
1: and Chaz Reed.
0: What's going on, everybody? This is Aaron Edward Atwell from Edward Atwell Films. Uh, here with my co-host Chaz Reed. What's happening, Chaz?
1: What's going on, everybody?
0: Uh, well, Chaz, let's go. Uh, let's go through our last week here. Uh, you know, yesterday was a special day for me. Uh, I got to do something that only a select, flu, uh, select, flu, select few humans get to do, uh, mm. and that was shoot with Chaz Reed Films uh, Incorporated, uh. LLC, and yes, sir. Uh, man, we had a pretty good time. Uh, they they ran behind a little, but overall, I think it was a success. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see, really, that's all that's been popping. I've got a lot of editing um, finished, only got three more videos left for the whole year that I need to edit. Uh, so I'll be done with those soon and then you know like I said had the pleasure of uh, backing up my man Chaz here what, uh, what's what been going on with you this week Chaz?
1: Oh man you know we had a, a, a great time yesterday um, it was um, wedding cinematography at its finest you know um, uh, what was that Sunday Saturday I had a wedding um, I had a solo shoot wedding uh, it was pretty cool it was pretty cool I ran a three camera set up during the uh ceremony um bride and groom got prepped basically the same location so you know that helped out a lot um other than that man i'm just i'm just um dog tired today but uh yeah the show must go on the show must go on
0: it must and i'll tell you what dude i'm tired too uh the clock's setting back and then also i'm a little sick so i got like a, a cold or something on maybe a sinus infection uh, and it's kind of mm-hmm. slowing me down today. But like you said, the show must go on. Uh, yeah. And the next part of the show, uh, we've got a special guest today. I'll go ahead and introduce him, Kyle. Uh, well, actually I'll let him introduce himself, but we have Kyle Tyndall here from Kyle Tindall Films on. Uh, tell us a little about uh, little about yourself, Kyle. Hey, uh, thank y'all for having me. Uh, my name's Kyle uh, with Kyle Tindall Films, obviously.
2: Uh, right. I've been doing weddings now since last May, so about a year and a half. Um, I did it a while back, uh, probably eight or nine years ago just on a whim um and i'll go into that story if you want me to um, yeah
0: tell a little bit about it
2: kind of sort of it's kind of a funny story um the lady come up to me just asked me she said hey you know uh, i hear you work on computers i'm like yeah because i've been in it for about 15 years she's like good because so you can shoot my daughter's wedding i was like okay <laughs> mm-hmm. i didn't really make the connection but um so i i, I filmed her daughter's wedding um And I did it for about three others, kind of fell out of it. And then the past year, year and a half, um, I just kind of got back into it. So it was really kind of by accident that I got into it in the first place. Mm
0: -hmm. Nice. So, you know, I've heard that story before from our conversations in the past. But what made you want to get back into it the second time after you kind of fell off of it?
2: Uh, Well, the first time I did it, um, I didn't know anything I was doing, had no clue about Um, lenses or cameras or ISO or uh, shutter speed or any of that stuff. I was just on a Sony Handycam and my cell phone filming a wedding. (laughs) Um, And I did it kind of like you would think anybody would do starting out, just put clips together, no music in the background. Uh, The only music that there was was maybe the music that the person was singing during the ceremony or Mm. maybe the music that was kind of happening during the reception. So it probably broke like all kinds of copyright laws in the beginning, not even realizing it. Um, but then I, I, um, somebody had asked me to do a wedding uh, a few years ago, and it kind of piqued my interest again. I'm like, look, I don't have any gear. I'm really not set up for it. I really don't want to do a disservice to you and just kind of just, you know, have my cell phone kind of going with a Sony Handycam that shot like maybe 480p resolution. Right. Um, <laughs> so I just kind of, you know, started searching cameras and stuff like that, and I found uh, the Craig Adams uh, Wedding Film School channel. I found Matt Johnson. I started seeing some of ray roman stuff you know some of the fiore film stuff and was just completely blown away by how (laughs) cinematic uh, a wedding film can look and just all the things that i thought that would make a good movie you can do and use that and make a good um you know wedding film and Mm -hmm. i started looking at cameras and i started you know pricing you know different lenses and things like that and uh, my wife just out of the blue just asked me one day she's like hey you know uh, I see you've been, the search history on the computer is full of nothing but cameras, uh, which one of these cameras do you like? And I just I just told her, not really thinking, and like nothing else was said about it, three days later I look on my desk when I get home and there's an A6300 sitting on my desk with wow, two man. lenses. That's dope. There we go. One of those lenses being the 16-55 to kit lens, which I never used it because um, I just felt like it was complete garbage so I just stuck with the 50 millimeter. So um, really, you can thank my wife for it because um, <laughs> I was looking at gear reviews, gear reviews. I'd have never bought a camera probably yeah. uh, because I was afraid to buy the, you know, the wrong one. But mm-hmm. I started on the old 60, A6300 and my first three or four weddings was with an A6300, a 6300 a 50 millimeter lens, and a Zoom H1. And that was
0: it. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's so all you need to get started, man. Uh, well, that's I mean, that's a cool story. Um, so let's transition into our first uh, topic of the day, and that's how can a beginner without much gear make it happen? And by it, I mean, you know, starting this business successfully. Like, how would you go uh, with one camera and one lens and, you know, start to make wedding films with confidence?
2: Um, just do it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's really no, there's no magic sauce to it. There's no... Um, um, five-minute talk that I could give somebody about how to go about doing this, Um, I think each person's experience is going to be different. Your market's going to be different. Um, How I got started is I I did like three for free, you know, Mm. and kind of got my name out there. And then that's where I started building. And my first wedding that I got paid for, I think I I got paid $750. so the first two weddings that I got paid for was actually that amount. I transitioned after that second to my third wedding to fifteen hundred. I did five or six at fifteen hundred, and now I'm at twenty five hundred. Um, and you know I want to go higher, but not because I want to you know just rip somebody <laughs> off. It's not that. I learned very quickly that seven hundred and fifty dollars I weren't making any money. Right. Um, at fifteen hundred, I was honestly not even almost barely breaking even. I mean, when you're you know hiring second shooters and you're paying for song licenses and you know different lenses and gear, um, you know all that stuff adds up. And people just see you come and, and spend you know, I say eight hours, but really it's more like ten to twelve hours if not longer. Mm-hmm. Um, they see you do that. They don't see all the you know the the, the the gear and stuff that you had to research and get and learn and figure out how to use. Um, and I I know like the GH five I just bought I I think I had ten minutes with it before I even shot my first wedding with it and, and so <laughs> I was figuring it out most of the day but that that little that little camera it's it's pretty awesome it's actually very very intuitive to use um, and this is kind of getting off track we're kind of getting into gear yeah, now good. but <laughs> people like gear you go but, ahead man. Um, yeah but um, you know the, my best advice to people is really just. Get out there and do it because you're never gonna. If you just sit back and you're scared to do it because you don't want to mess up, I mean, newsflash: you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. Right. Um, there's and I still make mistakes, and I don't. And I guarantee you that you know uh, Ray Roman probably still makes mistakes at every wedding, or you know, or Matt Johnson, they, those guys. I'm sure they still make mistakes. Mm-hmm. They're probably fewer and fewer, and they're probably smaller mistakes. But man, my first wedding, I think maybe one shot out of the hundred that I done was probably properly exposed. I mean, they were all either way under or way over. I was shooting like in a flat profile and didn't even realize it like I was so, but it it turned out decent. Um, They liked it. They loved it. But I learned from it. And that's the key thing is learn. Every time you do a wedding, just learn from it, take the mistakes. Uh, those little teachable moments and turn them into um, gold the next time around. Mm-hmm. And eventually you'll find yourself uh, just having the routine. Uh, you know, now I have a routine when I get to a wedding uh, from start to finish and it makes the day easy. It makes it actually fun. I'm not as stressed. And when I get home, I'm more relaxed. I can I upload my footage and I start editing within the next week and I'm good to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So Chaz, what do you think about that? man? you got anything to weigh in there?
1: Um, just basically, you know, Basically the same thing he said, but I would say one other thing would be to, to learn your gear, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Before wedding day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely learn it. Learn the limitations, um, you know, of what you have, so you're able to work with what you have and make it look the best, you know. Um, Like when I had the the GH3s and they, they just did horrible in low light, I knew, like, yo, you can't shoot anything in low light or you can't go over ISO 1600 or whatever. Um, right. So it's really about learning the limitations and just using the gear that you have to the max. Um, what about you, A, you got anything?
0: Yeah, I was gonna mention that because I think both you and I, didn't we start on one camera and one lens as well? Did you just have the one? Yeah yeah so there's a common theme there um the thing that stood out to me uh, about what kyle said was just doing it um a lot of times people are frozen you know with inaction just because they're afraid it won't be perfect Uh, and Mm -hmm. i can't remember the exact quote but you know imperfect action is better than waiting um until you think you got things figured out Uh, so yeah i would echo that that sentiment and just just do it you know just make it happen and like he said you're gonna mess up you're gonna make mistakes. Um, so just go ahead and accept that and learn from them. That's the important part is that you learn from those mistakes, um, and just continue to grow. Um, so Kyle, you know, speaking about those mistakes, what are some of the things when you were starting out, did you struggle with the most and like, you know, what kind of mistakes did you make?
2: Time management for one, (laughs) um, I'd get there. What I thought was early enough. Now I, I try to, depending on what time the, um, the actual ceremony is, um, I try to get there between 10 and 11. Um, if the ceremony is like around 2 or 3, I, I might try to get around between 8 and 9. But time management in the beginning, because you know you, you don't realize when you first start that. Um, the, the, the bridal uh like them spending time together and them like getting their hair done and all that you don't realize how long that stuff takes I didn't think it would take more than like an hour right. mm-hmm. and you're there for like four or five hours mm-hmm. and so I was just standing around waiting around the first few weddings I did when I could have been out there doing other stuff like filming the venue or you know but I, I didn't realize and I didn't know that like when was the next thing gonna happen and, or where were they going I, I stayed around Fearing I was going to miss something mm-hmm. when really I was missing everything else around me. Yeah. Um, so, time management was my number one thing that I had to work on, and I still have to work on it. Um, and that was another thing, you know, being afraid to miss something, you're going to miss stuff. You're only, I mean, because half the time I'm by myself shooting anyway, you're going to miss stuff. But if you can keep that camera rolling on stuff that you can use, technically you're kind of offsetting some of the stuff that you may miss. As long as you don't miss the, the bride. Or uh, coming down the aisle and them doing their first kiss and their first dance stuff like that, you, you you'll be golden. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, time management was was my main thing.
0: Yeah. So what are well, you know what I'll, I'll address that next, but uh, you know I'll share some of the things I struggle with starting out, and then Chaz, if you want to chime in, you know, of course you can. Um, what I struggled with most starting out was my mindset, um, and really believing that I could actually do it. Um, not only just filming a wedding, but making a business out of filming weddings before I filmed my first wedding, I wasn't aware that people even filmed weddings. Uh, and, you know, I, at that point, I had done commercial work and nonprofit work, um, but I just really had no idea that people made any kind of money filming weddings, especially decent money. Um, so going into my first one, uh, like I said, I think in episode one for $500, uh, at that point, I was kind of floored that somebody was going to pay me 500 bucks to shoot a wedding. Uh, of course, at that point, I had no clue what went into it and didn't realize that You know it is a long day and there's a ton of editing and you know decisions that you have to make um, with with the whole process it's really a lot more than people assume it is Um, but that number one thing was my mindset and the belief in myself that like i could do this um Mm -hmm. and mix that with you know i didn't even know it was an industry uh so that that kind of kept me you know kind of discouraged for a while um you know really just wanting to make it and do something you know different with my life besides working a corporate job um, Chaz what do you got on that man what was some things that you were struggling with when you started out
1: um, I, I would say probably um, perfection
0: mm. I didn't say um, you struggle with now I said when you're starting out
1: no 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 everything <laughs> I do now is perfect um, <laughs> but definitely just and when I say perfection I don't mean um Achieving perfection, I mean stretching for perfection in the beginning um, In the beginning you really have to get the groove of things um, And a lot of it's not gonna be perfect But if you if you're so focused on being perfect, you're gonna miss out on a lot of things as well um, And then you'll you might end up being too tough on yourself um, So far as being a critic on your work, which mm-hmm. might make you just drop out of everything completely um, if, if, if everybody just honed in on their first wedding. Matter of fact, I actually did this. I actually did this. So for a lot of people, they know their first wedding was really garbage. Yeah. But they was like, no, I'm gonna do another. Me, my first wedding was garbage, and I was like, no, I hate it. I can't do it again. And (laughs) what happened was um, people saw like a teaser, and they booked me and you know it was way out so i was like all right whatever i'll do it when it gets around like you can ask my old lady like she was like oh i didn't think you were gonna do any more weddings because i legit quit doing weddings and um it came around and i I found the the love inside of it you know um how to like you said how to pace yourself how to keep yourself level-headed not you know stress too much over the day so you can really get in the zone and stuff but um That's probably my biggest um, struggle back in the day.
0: Yeah, you know, you made a good point there, though, um, about being critical of your work. I've found throughout the years that we're often a lot more critical of our work than others are. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I know some of, you know, people's customers can be a, kind of a pain in the neck when it comes to re-edits or um, shot lists. Sometimes you might get 11-page or 12 or maybe 14-page shot list like some people I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, don't be overly critical of yourself. Uh, chances are that the couple's not going to be as critical as you are because you've been looking at this thing and, you know, you've looked at 100 of them. And even if you can tell this one ain't your best, uh, chances are that they're going to love it. Um mm-hmm. Kyle, why don't you tell us a little bit about that shot list, or can you say that? This is public information, so maybe you shouldn't, I don't know. Um, I don't know that she would see this, uh, I would think
2: not. Uh, it's not that she, um, she's actually a great person to be uh, to be around and to kind of work with as far as, you know, one-on-one. Uh, the problem, I booked a wedding. Um, <laughs> At my $1,500 rate about a year ago uh, for this past, uh, I can't even remember what month it was, honestly. I think it was like July, yeah. no, September, September 1st. That's when it was. Sorry. And um, didn't find out until like a little while later that she like produced a TV show. And I'm like, so I'm shooting away for someone who's produced a TV show. So they know about cameras, they know about, um, you know, uh, video editing and things like that. This uh, right there, I just wanted to run for the hills because it's like, you know, that. I didn't want that. Right. Um, so and she assures me, oh, no, 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 this is going to be, we're going to be great. It's going to be fine. Anything you do is going to be great. I'm like, okay. So the week before the wedding, I get like a 10 to 15 page shot mm-hmm. list storyboarded and, and everything with times beside everything of what kind of shots she wants. I mean, left me with basically no creativity whatsoever. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, what in the world? I mean, she should have hired a film crew, not me, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, to do this. And you actually, uh, um, you showed me the shot list. I mean, and it was down to like the frame rates at the moment she wanted them to be changed. Like yeah, was, like during the ceremony. Yeah, you were handcuffed completely.
2: Um, yeah, So and I did those. Like, I did them right when she wanted it. Um, I had to hire a guy from Charlotte to come and help me. Thank God he, he was able to get there. It was actually someone she knew and trusted. Which made the day go a little bit easier. Um, And he shot, you know, helped me with the ceremony and helped me with some of the other shots and things like that. And, you know, it was just, it it was a learning experience. Um, And even now, trying to get, you know, the edit done, um, I've sent it back to her two or three times. And there's little things that she keeps wanting to change. And it's like, oh, my God, I just want to be done with it. Mm. I mean, you know. I understand she wants it correct and she wants it
0: right but I'm, I'm at this point i'm like i'll just give you the project file and you can just do the, right <laughs> do the rest right of yeah so way. on that subject uh, i want both of your guys' opinions on this um as far as re-edits like what do you have policies in place or do you have anything i do now do, <laughs> i do now <laughs> you, yeah, yeah You learn that's um, the key here uh anyway anybody listening learn from everything everything that happens uh during a wedding before a wedding after a wedding communication just learn from every little detail yeah. um What are your policies in place now Kyle?
2: Um, My policy now, well I haven't put it in my contract but I'm going to before my next um, booking is you get one free like re-edit and by re-edit I mean it's like a a shot or two it's not like a total re-edit and anything after that I'm just going to have to bill it at, uh, I haven't decided what my billing rate is going to be but it's going to be like $50 to $100 an hour at a minimum of fifty to hundred dollars a day. So every day that it goes by, I'm making that money every day. So maybe that'll deter some people from, yep. you know, constantly trying to nitpick. Because one thing I have found too, and one reason why I up my prices was not because I wanted to be greedy. It was because that I have found that the more you charge for weddings, the less that they will aggravate you about certain things. Oh man,
1: mm-hmm. they did that dealing
2: way. with the edits and stuff. So, <laughs> Golly.
0: that's so true. You know? Yeah. So I know for me, uh, Chaz, I also want to hear your opinion on this. Um, for me. I learned this, not quite a, a hard lesson as Kyle has learned, um, but I was actually editing for another company, um, and this was back in the day. Um, I mean, it's been a long time. I was editing uh, a wedding video, and the company I was editing for delivered it to the bride, and she came back with a time-coded, you know, several-page, like, this is where I want this shot, this is where I want that shot. You know, everything has to be a certain way. Um, And that didn't work well for me, so I knew as soon as I made my first contract, uh, the my revision process is you get one round of technical revisions on the house, uh, which would be you know maybe if I disabled a song by mistake or exported you know too long and didn't cut off the you know spacer at the end or something like that. um, You get one revision round of uh, technical error. Uh, Anything else like if you just want it to be different. Uh, it is $100 an hour, minimum three hours, and I've not had anyone so far ask for uh, edited video that's different than what I've given them. So that's my policy. Chaz, what do you got in place, man?
1: Man, at first <laughs> I just had um, something similar to what Kyle has. Um, excuse me. <clears throat> something similar to what Kyle has, just um, one revision, but people get really, um, they'll try to get you. Um they'll try to get over on that. So yeah. what I did was I made it more specific. Um, now you have a time frame. You have a time window mm-hmm. that if you want any changes done, it needs to be done within this period of time. If not, you're going to have to pay. Right. Um, I'll make one correction, you know, but you have to go through, and i make it difficult for them as well because the harder it is for them, the more work they have to do, the less they're going to gripe and complain about something. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I make clients send me um they have to send a starting time, a start time and an end time for whatever clip is um undesired. And if there's any wording, you have to type out the beginning words and the ending words so I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. You have 48 hours to re- request these changes. Yeah. Because what a lot of people will do is they'll get your video, they'll sit back, maybe they love it, but maybe they want to show their sister then they want to show their cousin. Yep. Then they want to show they their cousin. all got uncle. input. Everybody has input. Yep. So, what happened is two weeks later, when you haven't done that one revision, they'll come to you and say, Hey, here's a few changes that I want made. Yeah. I'm sick of it. I can't do it no more because, <laughs> you know, I allot so much time for every wedding that I have. And if I go past that time, now you're rolling in the backlog. And so, mm-hmm. what happens is, you know, your delayed changes are cutting into somebody else's time and you know, that they've paid for. So I can no longer do it unless it's for a benefit for myself as well. And that's something um,
0: else. uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Something else that people need to keep in mind is don't work for free. Um, So, you know, if this is gonna cost you time, which is money on the back end, you know, make sure you charge appropriate for it uh, because you know, you wouldn't expect like, you know, let's say last summer, my air conditioner unit went out. I called a guy and he came to look at it uh, and quoted me a price. I didn't expect him to come and fix my AC for free. Um, you know, I didn't expect him to be like when he was in there and just like, oh, man, could you also just upgrade some parts, you know, while you're in there? Mm-hmm. Um, that's just not the way the world works. Um, and a lot of times if you give people uh, that control, they will take take advantage of you. Uh, so, you know, anybody just starting out, don't work for free. Don't give all your stuff away, um, raw footage and, and all that. Don't just give things away. That's a different uh, topic. Yeah. Um, I
2: did that too. <laughs> the same person. <laughs> I gave him our raw footage. Oh so. man,
0: yeah, that's a that's probably a different um, podcast. But I, I want to kind of move on here, um, Kyle, with you. So the reason I, I wanted to bring Kyle on here, um, and then, you know, this is part of this two part series of beginner uh, to advanced, um, but Kyle is no longer in the beginning stages. Um, you know, he is, he's done the beginning part and, you know, kind of learned and built up what he's doing. And, you know, now he's past those stages of being fresh and beginning at this, and to where, you know, he can start looking at uh, getting the customers he wants, the weddings he wants, uh, and not having just to accept anything that walks through his doors, uh, And that's through, you know, Kyle's done a lot of hard work to get there. Um, but I want to know, Kyle, when you were just starting out, you know, being that beginner, what is one thing you wanted to know or wish you knew? starting this out.
2: I just wish I had more, um, and I don't really have a whole lot of it now, but more of a <laughs> business sense when it comes to this um, this field. Um, because it, it's a different niche than, than say what I've been doing for the past 20 years of my life, and that's and IT work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know how to charge for IT work. I had no idea how to charge and navigate uh, through the weddings because there's a different um, added aspect of doing weddings, filming weddings, whether you're a photographer or or DJ or whatever, than being a plumber or, uh, you know, working in IT and things like that. And that is matters of the heart. You're dealing with brides that are very emotional because it's around their wedding. And that's like, I just had no clue. (laughs) And, you know, and I just wish that I, I knew, um, more about how to deal with, you know, the business end of it. Uh, to keep myself um, safe as far as legally and them as well because the first few weddings I did, I had no business insurance, I had no contract, um, but I soon learned quick to, to, to get all that stuff in place. Um, For sure. So, you know.
0: Yeah, so you wish you wish starting out that you knew a little bit more about the business side of things. Uh, yeah. Not necessarily yeah. And, I, and I'm still stuff. learning. it. Oh, yeah. We're always all still learning. Mm -hmm. Chaz, what do you got there? What was the thing that you wish, you know, looking back now, like, man, if somebody could have told me that, that would have been great.
1: Um, I think I wish I studied photography before I got in the video. Really? Um, like when I, I just, I just got straight in the video. Like I had no idea what, you know, exposure or composition. I had no clue what anything was, um. I just knew I liked filming dope stuff. <laughs> that was right. that was it. Yeah. And um I feel like if I would have studied um photography more, like maybe taking a class. Like I know schools, some schools and community colleges have like a photography class. I think that would have helped me out a lot more in the beginning and sped up um a lot of the, the process. But um yeah, that's that's probably about it. Yeah, for sure. I'll
0: tell you what I wish I had more of starting out. Um, I wish I just had more help starting out. <laughs> I that may be kind of like a broad thing. Um, but something I like, you know, whenever I'm learning something, and I love to learn new things, I always enjoy having somebody who's done it before to ask questions to. Um, I enjoy the interaction. So, you know, like right now, uh, if I was going to do something IT-related, um, like I could give Kyle a buzz and be like, hey, man, like, what's the process here? Like, what do I need to be thinking of? Um, mm. And somebody just kind of, not to hold your hand, per se, um, i guess maybe like a mentor you know somebody to guide Mm me um and you know help me be aware of things i need to look out for uh, or you know even on the business stuff like somebody like hey like you know you got insurance because like kyle uh, when i started doing wedding videos i wasn't really sure about any type of insurance you would need um which is crazy because you certainly do uh you know for numerous reasons anything can happen out there as you guys know now uh weddings can get a little bit wild um yeah i just wish that i had somebody to you know, just look out for me and be, you know, kind of like a, a ear I could talk to when, you know, I was curious about stuff. And I think that could have, you know, saved me some of those mistakes I made. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's all all said and done now. And, you know, hopefully that's what we're doing here. Uh, right. By this podcast is helping others, you know, starting out so they can know, you know, some of the ins and outs before they get too far down the road and, and mess something up. Um, which kind of brings us to our next topic here. Uh, you know, walking through your story, Kyle, and knowing now what you wish you knew then, what is some advice you would give somebody? Let's say that you know maybe they filmed one wedding or two weddings, or maybe no weddings. What's something you could say to them uh, to help them on their journey? Don't
2: get discouraged if things don't go kind of like in your head like you play them, because I don't know if y'all do this, but I'll think about how the day is going to go before I get there. Like, I'm going to do this. This is going to happen. You know, I'll I'll try to get like a timeline build up to, you know, to make sure I get stuff done. And it never, it never works out that way. Right. Ever. Um, it, it, it ever. Uh, I think every wedding I've been to for the exception of maybe two has been late by at least 30 minutes to an hour. In one wedding I had the, the bride got ready like an hour before she was even supposed to walk down the aisle. Mm. Um, and so you know all my shots were being held up of her like right up until the time that you know we were supposed to go down to aisle and you know i still had to go mike with the 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 officiant up and and all that kind of stuff so um it, it's and it's really kind of hard to say because everybody's different um you know my, my situation's a little bit unique aaron i think me and you've kind of got the same uh you know shooting style and stuff like that and we've probably we started around the same time too i believe mm-hmm. you started like r- last may correct yep. yep so i mean we've been shooting weddings um about the same amount of time um but you know just i would i would just tell someone just to make sure that they don't get discouraged uh, things are going to not go your way things are going to um, get you down um there's going to be somebody that might be real nasty with you um, or something like at A wedding, don't let that. Mm-hmm. that that's just going to happen. People start having a good time getting drunk. That's thats just the name of that game. <laughs> um, you know, uh, so, um, but just, just don't get discouraged. I know I had someone tell me that you know that you're in it for the long haul when you've got around 20 weddings under you and you've not quit yet. So, um, I just am fixing to hit that 20 mark and I'm still excited about doing it and I'm still looking forward to the future and I'm just going to keep pushing through it um, because if I had to quit every time I got
0: discouraged, we wouldn't be talking. Right, that's some good advice. Um, And I I like how you staged all that. Um, You know, with the timeline stuff, you know, I've had those weddings where, you know, you're looking at a bride and she's got 10 minutes to walk down the aisle and she's still trying to get curlers in her hair. Um, And the best advice for me on those things is just roll with it. You know, just take it as it comes. If she's late, it's not on you. You know, you're not the planner, you're not the bride, you're not the groom. Mm-hmm. You know, just roll with it, capture what's happening, and, you know, just be cool. Don't add stress to the situation. Um, Chaz, what do you got to add there?
1: Um, one piece of advice. <clears throat> Here we um, go. This is what we need. This is, this is what everybody needs.
0: Sage wisdom with Chaz.
1: Um, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very simple advice, but a lot of people don't really um, take that into consideration. Um, the people that you compare yourself to, you don't know how long they've been doing it, you don't know how many weddings they've shot. Understand that you have you're going to develop your own style, and it's going to take time, you know. Don't get frustrated, just keep doing it. Practice. you don't. What is? What's the saying? You don't practice on the, the. You don't practice on the green. What's that golf saying? I don't, I don't know the saying. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't practice when you get on the green. You practice on like the uh, whatever. Yeah. Basically, when w- <laughs> to get better, you don't wait until you have a wedding. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's the wrong time to get better. That's the time that you want to be performing to your to your best ability. So, understand that it's a marathon, not a sprint, and to shoot man shoot everything you know
0: yeah. it all happened yep that's great advice
2: that's one reason that's one reason why I started filming my church' services and stuff on Sunday mornings because it kept me actually editing and shooting mm-hmm. on a weekly basis whether mm-hmm. I had anything going on or not
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's good stuff Sorry. guys what else do you got Kyle anything else you want to give out there to the listeners before we go into our next uh, topic
2: um no not really I think we've covered everything on the topics that you've um, already covered
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so So what we're going to do here um, is we're going to go into some listener questions and we're going to give you know some guest input on uh, the listener questions here Uh, so question number one guys uh, and I don't I don't have on here who asked this so apologies to whoever asked it because I did not write it down Um, the question is what questions do you ask to ensure you are producing what the bride wants Kyle what do you got you can never ask
2: enough questions.
0: Um, <laughs> I
2: have a questionnaire that I set up. Um, I, I use a app called uh, a online app called Tave. I don't know if y'all yep. um, use that or not, but um, in there, there's a questionnaire that you can send. Um, and I just kind of took the default one and you know kind of tweaked it a little bit, but pretty much I have a shot list in there, and I just you know. When I talk to them on the phone, I try. I mean, I talk to all my brides, and I try to talk to the the grooms also Mm -hmm. um, on the phone way before any money is exchanged or any contracts are signed or anything like that. And so, I try to get a lot of my questions out of the way then. But tell them that on that questionnaire, there's a shot list, and if they can answer every question that I have, to to, to please do it because it just makes my job easier. But I don't think there's ever enough questions that you could ask because if you ask a bride a question she's going to give you an answer I don't care what it is um, you kind of have to find a happy I mean it's just the truth you got to find, kind of find a happy medium between what you know makes sense for what you've got to do and for the work that you've got to produce and um, and, and what's kind of out there because some things you don't, you don't need to know um, um, like I, I honestly don't need to know the colors of the wedding because when I get there I'm going to see them right. um, you know, and, and, and very few times has that ever really played a part in my films anyway. I try to make my films about the couple. Yep. Um, not 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 about anybody else, just a couple.
0: Yeah. What about you, Chaz? What are those uh questions you asked to make sure, you know, you're giving the couple what they wanna wanna have?
1: Um, pretty much and sorry but it's jumping into the next question, but um like I was saying, everything's everything's covered in my questionnaire. Um if it's not, if I don't ask it, I leave. I have, like, um, I think my questionnaire is, like, five pages long. Mm. And I think the fifth page is, like, blank space. Like, whatever your whatever they wild imagination has, say it here. Say it now or forever hold your peace. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, everything is covered, though, in my questionnaire. You got um, <clears> to, <throat> excuse me. You're good. Into... Um, People that are just beginning, you'll learn how to tweak your questionnaire based off of what you see. Um, I think I started off with something that I found on Google, and you know, every wedding, like like somebody said, I forgot who said it, but somebody just said it on the podcast. Every wedding, you pretty much learn something new. Yeah. And I would, I used to take a, I used to take a scrap sheet of paper. I still keep a scrap sheet of paper and pen with me at every wedding, and and whenever I came across something that I felt I needed to, um, put in place inside of my business or or maybe change or tweak something, I would write, I would annotate that, and um, a lot of my questions come from, um, you know, different situations that I've been in. hey, is there anybody in particular that you want me to get a shot of? <clears throat> um, if so, you know, send me photos of them so I know who to look for. Because I've had couples, hey, did you get a shot of my son? Mm-hmm. Bro, I don't know who your son is, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not stalking you on social media, so I don't, right. I don't know who that is. Luckily, I did though, even though I didn't know it was her son, but that there taught me, hey, I need to throw this in there because mm-hmm. I don't know who any of your relatives are. You know, so, um, and again, sometimes you just gotta make clients work, man, because they just think you're gonna know the answer to everything and and just know how to read their mind, but we don't, you know, we're already thinking about 2,000 things Mm -hmm. on a wedding day. So sometimes whatever you need to do to make your life easier, even though it might make theirs a little more difficult at that particular moment, you need to make it happen because that bullet will come back and bite you if you don't. So. That's um that's my nugget of the day, yeah.
0: (laughs) Nugget of the day. I think that's gonna be a new section on the podcast. Just everyone we do have Chaz's Nugget of the Day. There you go. Um, so I will chime in too. I think that I I may have built my business differently. I'm not really sure how I got to this point. Um, but I don't really do much questionnaires, uh or really ask the couple what they want at all. Um they kinda have an understanding when they hire me, excuse me, is you know, they get what I produce um they hire me because they love how I do stuff and you know I'm I'm with uh, Kyle you know I shoot couples and it, you know it's an intimate video it's about the couple um it's not about anybody else it's not about your flowers or your decorations or whatever um although those usually get included in some way um, but really the main thing is the couple uh the only question I ask is mostly um as far as you know the kind of information i want to know information about the wedding you know such as where it's at how many people like what are the events of the day so i know you know what i need to be charged and how much work i got to put into it but uh, the only question i ask is similar to chaz's and that's you know if there's anyone you want in this thing yeah i have to know before um because i've had one wedding um kind of like what chaz is saying where somebody comes back and they're like hey did you happen to get like my aunt and i'm like I don't know Like I have no clue who that person is like how would I even know if I got her Um, but luckily like Chaz I I did have some clips of her Um, but yeah that's the one thing that I always make sure to ask is you know if you've got like a grandma um, that you expect this to be her last wedding or event she's coming to if you have you know your uncle that you know he flew in from Korea and he's going back and you may not see him for a long long time let me know that information Mm -hmm. up front um, so I can make sure I capture it because if you don't let me know there's no going back You know, I, I can't travel in time as much as I like to tell people I can um, See so yeah, that's kind of my my deal on that which answers the next question too. Uh, it looks like uh, We all three have some form of a uh, formal questionnaire uh, Although Chaz's it sounds like it's a bit more thorough than mine and Kyle's seems like it leans somewhere in the middle um, But let's move on to our next question um, How do you deal with tough to please brides? go ahead with this one kyle whenever you're ready
2: um i'm still figuring that one out (laughs) (laughs) right um so far i've only had one that she's not been really rude um and i'm not going to say that she's tough to please um because everything that i give her she she's appreciative of and she likes and and obviously this is the one with the the 15 page shot list Um, right um but you know that that story kind of remains to be that's kind of unfolding as uh, as of right now. Um, <laughs> but every 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 other bride I've ever um, done anything for, they've they've been very very appreciative. They've loved it. They've shared it on social media. They've gotten all kinds of good vibes off of it, and good reviews, and you know, and everybody's left me a five star review. Um, that has left me reviews. So I, I've not really had a real difficult bride yet. I know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bless your heart. Yep. <laughs> I know it's coming. So that might be a podcast later. Yeah, we'll have to have <laughs> you back on when things melt
0: down. Um, Chaz, what do you got, man? Yeah. What do you got on the tough to please brides? Bridezilla.
1: Man. Man. Here we go. Man, <laughs> it's <I> just... coming.
0: <laughs> I'm ready for it. Spill it on us. Spill the beans. Tough to
1: please brides. Tough to please grooms. You know. Oh, here um, we go.
0: Let me, let me interject <laughs> real quick with Chaz here. I've never in my life um, of filming weddings, I don't know that I've ever had a groom ask for anything at all. Um, I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of them are like, oh man, your work looks cool. I'm excited to have you here. Or, you know, like, hey man, you want a beer? Like, have a drink with us. Um, but uh, apart from that, like, for me, the groom's like, we just kind of hang out and have a good time. Go ahead, Chaz.
1: That's normal. Yeah, that's that's what you expect <laughs> to happen. Um, Man, it's either man, I don't really have any advice. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I just deal with the battles when I get them, man. They're, you know, I don't, it's, I don't know. I don't
2: mean to, I don't mean to cut you off, Chaz. I'm sorry, but I, I, I just got to put this out there. It's kind of like being married. Honestly, um, you know, no one tells you, no, no one can give you enough advice when you're married about handle, how to handle arguments
1: right. between you and your spouse. <laughs> right.
2: I think doing these wedding films is, is kind of the same thing because, in a, in a way, you got a relationship with this bride, mm-hmm. um, and you know it's it's kind of like a marriage in a way between you and them. Um, there's no right or wrong way, and there's no one size fits all for every situation. Right?
1: It's yeah. just You just gotta you just gotta pick your own battles, man. Um, it's gonna happen. It's like. Like they said on uh biker boys, it's two types of riders. One is one has uh been down and one is going down. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, you know, if you ain't dealt with a, a bridezilla or a, a, a groomzilla, you know, <laughs> it's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna make your life difficult. And um groomzilla. all you like can that. really do is, you know, <clears throat> just try to please them as much as possible. You know, you might get some people that you know just they, they just aren't happy whatsoever, and you just gotta bite that bullet and just drive on, man. Don't let it get you down. Um, just push forward with everything and um, you know, do better the next time. I guess if it was if it was your fault, uh, <laughs> yeah. So
0: here's but, my you know. advice on this, um, and I, I've not had any really tough to please brides yet, uh, but like Chad said and Kyle said, you know, I know that they're coming. Um, just that's the nature of business you're not going to be able to please everybody Mm -hmm. Uh, so eventually there's gonna be somebody that's like hey Aaron you know this video sucks and I need something different Um, hopefully that never happens but you know I I have to believe that most people uh, you know that run a business have a negative experience sooner or later Um, so far I haven't had those but I think one of the reasons are and the advice I'll give is to avoid them before they happen and what I mean by that is I have flags okay so I have little red flags not actual flags but you know mental flags and if you if you raise three flags we're not doing business together um, and I, I've had a few people where I've had to tell them you know like hey I don't think we're a good fit you know it's important to me that every couple I work with is thrilled to work with me and thrilled with their product um, right. and you know based on X Y and Z You know, I I don't know that I'm the best person to give you 100% satisfaction on your wedding day. You know, I can give you some other recommendations, uh, or if you have some other ones in line, you know, that's fine. But, you know, unfortunately, I don't think we should move forward. Now, some of those red flags are pickiness. (laughs) Okay, so if you you send me an inquiry off of my website, and it's like, hey, oh my gosh, we love your work. Like, it's so cool. Like, I love how you do this and this and this. Also, can we use this uh, song that I love? That's flag number one. Mm. any any reference to choosing your own music that's a flag um, because you know I license music and I choose music because I'm an artist and I want this to be what I produce you know for my vision of your day uh, of course I want it to reflect the couple uh, absolutely and I want it to be true to you know how they are in their day and all that um, but at the end of the day I'm the professional and the expert here and you know that's just the number one red flag that somebody doesn't value what we do is wanting to choose the music Um, and also I'm just not going to use your popular music just because I I don't want to be that person. You know, everybody else has, you know, the songs I'm talking about guys, the same songs that are on 80 wedding videos a day. So that's one red flag. Um, other red flags, uh, one would be like reservation. So if I can tell, like, you know, if you're, you're coming at me and you seem kind of reserved about choosing me, um, but you still kind of want to go forward. Like, I don't want, I feel like that's a recipe for disaster Um, because, you Mm -hmm. know, let's say you're kind of like, I don't know, like, I kind of like you, I kind of like the other person. Uh, You know, if you're not sold, like when you see my stuff, you're not like, okay, this is who I want to film my wedding. Uh, I would rather somebody else film your wedding because like I said, down the road, that, that makes me think that, you know, there's going to be stuff that you didn't like and maybe some regret, some, you know, buyer's remorse where you wish you would have went with someone else. Uh, so that's another red flag for me. I've got probably a hundred of them. Um, Mm. but you know, if you get three, it's over, I can't work with you. Uh, and that's not only out of respect for me, but it's out of respect for the couples and their day. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, I don't want them saying like, you know, Edward Atwell films did my video and honestly we're unimpressed. Um, and that's just not something I want, you know, out there about me is that, you know, I don't know what I'm doing or my videos aren't good, or they're not their style, or whatever. Uh, so that's important to me, uh, you know, avoiding those things before they happen, and my little red flag system, you know, it helps in that.
1: That's smart, though. You, yeah. yeah.
0: Sometimes you got to fire clients, guys. Don't be afraid to fire a client. That's um you, know. you ever had anybody
2: um, talk about you like on public, like if you turned them down, he turned us down, and can you believe this? You know. Um, No,
0: not, I mean, maybe, not that I know of. (laughs) Right,
2: (laughs) because that's one thing I'm kind of worried about when I say no, because I've I've got a new red flag, and that's don't do work for someone who's in the business. Um, And it's not because I want them judging my work or, you know, harshly or whatever. It's because you get in, if you do work for someone who's in the business, they're going to be looking at you all day. What you're doing and if they do something differently than you do, they're gonna like try to school you on it And I don't need to be schooled when I'm trying to work
0: Yeah, no, that's got to be like um, a clear understanding because I know what you're saying there. It's kind of like, you know if I was cooking dinner and you're a <laughs> chef like like either eat my dinner or cook it yourself, you know, like, you know, right either accept what I'm doing and understand that this is not your video I'm in control of you know, this artistic process um, But yeah, that can be a tricky one man. Um, I've never worked uh, with somebody from the video industry as a client um, but I can see how that could be be a tricky thing to yeah. uh, to manage. Um, so we've got some other uh, listener questions, but I'm going to save those uh, for a future episode. Um, what else do you guys got for the listeners today? Any last words? Uh, Chaz, I'll let you go first.
1: I, <laughs> man, I, I never have anything at this bar. I'm going I'm to start saving my nuggets of the day for the end. Mm. You know, I drop my nuggets throughout the whole thing, and then I look <laughs> super lame at the end. Nope, not anymore.
0: <laughs> no, I like I like the process you have, Chaz. You just leave it all on the table and let it speak for itself. I appreciate that. That's what it, about brother? you, Kyle? You got anything else, man?
2: Uh, just if you're beginning in it, um, it's okay to have one camera, <laughs> one lens, <laughs> and maybe a little a little tiny zoom or Sony recorder. Just get out there and kill it and you know don't get discouraged just keep pushing forward because uh what i've learned is there's there's brides for every budget Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you got the free brides you got the the brides that are trying to have fairytale weddings on beer budgets i mean you've got (laughs) sky's the limit and you know it's kind of good that it's like that because we have a stepping stone that we can go from this client to this client to you know, to the higher end clients, because somebody made a point to me I said, you know, you know, you got to to do the free weddings to flirt with the people that are willing to pay $500. Yep. You got to do the $500 weddings for, to flirt with the ones that want to pay a thousand and so on and so forth. So, um, like I said, in a year and a half, and, and guys that don't take long to to get in this and, and get situated and learn real fast, you learn fast doing these weddings, like you learn mm-hmm. real fast. Um, you know, a year and a half. I started at free, and now I'm at $2,500 a package, and I've booked four for next year at $2,500. Right. Um. And, and $2,500 is is cheap by some people's uh, scales. You mm-hmm. know, there's people right. out there killing it, doing $10,000 weddings. Yep. Right. Um. I don't know that I'll ever get to that point. I kind of hope that I do. But um, just keep doing it, keep growing, and you'll you'll sky's the limit. Honestly, sky's the limit.
0: Yeah, I like how you said that. And this is the last point I'll make uh, for this episode is that you've got to do the free wedding to flirt with the, you know, the person with a $500 budget. <clears throat> um, but when you think of that, I so I've, I know some people and, you know, they're in the position like, hey, like I sold a $500 wedding. I wonder if I can get like a $6,000 one now. And I'm thinking like, that's probably not a good idea. Um, you know, that, that much jump, they're going to expect a lot more of your professionalism and talent. Um, and just the way you handle things. So I think, you know, the right. stepping stones are smart. Um, and, and like Kyle said, you can step pretty quick. Like if you learn fast, you can step fast. Um, but don't don't be the guy who's never sold a wedding and then think, I'm going to quote my first one for $4,000 uh, because it's going to be a, a reality check. If for some reason they go with you and you show up and you're not sure what you're doing, um, that could damage you long term as far as your oh, reputation yeah. with planners and vendors and you know you don't want to be the guy with a bad rap uh, in this industry because yeah, Don't word rush travels. It. <clears throat> no that's a good point don't. yeah don't rush the growth just yeah. let it happen very yeah, good
2: you're, you're, it'll happen naturally and you know you want to kind of start slow cuz like me I'm still working a, a full-time job I'm I work 40 hours a week um, you know at this at my regular at my regular my day job I <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, this is my weekend gig, so to speak. Um, it's not a bad weekend gig. But th- the thing is, it, it it's not. It, it's really not. Um, but the thing is, is um, you want to take it slow if you're in the position that I'm in because you don't want to get too much work for, you know, having a home life, family, kids, full-time job. Um, y- you can get too busy too quick. So s- slow and steady, I think, is, is the way you, you want to go. Don't rush it. Don't. Um, don't try to you know pull the cart before the horse, so to speak. Right. Just let everything happen naturally, and you know the inquiries they they will come. You know brides will come to you. At, at, you know you might have to do a little bit of advertising in the beginning, but now all my weddings booked are all word of mouth. Every single one that I've booked, the last part of this year and and for next year have all been word of mouth. Very nice. So
0: very nice well that's a good one guys. I like everything we covered there um, and as always you know anybody listening give us a like rate comment subscription whatever iTunes does do it um, if one of those other subscription services does you know a, a like or a comment or a review leave us one there too um, also you know anything you want to know anybody you want to hear any way you want to hear it uh, let me or Chaz know and you know we'll do our best to make it happen uh, and as always it's been fun talking to you guys where you at Chaz? You got the...
1: Yo, I couldn't hear you, dog. You can, well, you got to say it now. we <laughs> like just it, it in. out
0: Add it in. Peace. There we go. That's what I was looking for.